Thanks for tuning in. Ham Talk Live will be on the air shortly. Please stand by. Thanks for tuning in. Ham Talk Live will be on the air shortly. Please stand by. This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. For connectors, cables, and more, call 920-435-2973 or visit pl-259.com. And by ICOM. Heard it? Worked it? Logged it. Visit www.icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information about ICOM radios. It's Ham Radio. everyone it's time for ham talk live episode number 163 wwv 100th anniversary forum at the dayton hamvention at hamvention preview recorded live on thursday may 2nd 2019 i'm your host neil rapp wb9 vpg thanks for tuning in to this episode of ham talk live tonight we're joined by Matt Deutsch, N0RGT, and Dave Swartz, W0DAS, live from WWV in Fort Collins, Colorado. And we'll take your calls live in just a few minutes. Last week here on the show, Michael Coulter, W8CI, the spokesperson for the Dayton Hamvention and co-chair of the awards committee, was here, along with Hamvention Amateur of the Year, Dr. Nathaniel Frisell, W2NAF, to talk about the Hamvention Award winners for this year. If you missed that show, you can listen to that anytime over at hamtalklive.com or on your favorite podcast app or YouTube. You can also catch the rebroadcast on WTWW 5085 AM, Saturday evenings at or about 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Hamvention preview continues tonight, and next week, Michael Coulter, WHCI, will be back, and he's going to give us all the latest news and changes to this year's Dayton Hamvention. And on Hamvention Eve, May 16th, don't miss Ham Talk Live, coming to you live from Dayton, as we'll bring you up-to-the-minute weather, traffic, and parking reports, and all the information you need to make your Hamvention trip a success. We'll be live from Spring Hill Suites, Dayton, South Miamisburg in the meeting room. And if you haven't made your hotel reservations yet, Spring Hill Suites still has a few rooms left. So Dayton, uh, South Miamisburg, Spring Hill Suites. Give them a call. That's the official Hamvention home of Ham Talk Live. Reserve your rooms now at Marriott.com or call 888-850-6300. Nine one. Also, there's still time and space available to go to Contest University. If you're a beginner or an experienced contester, or you're just wanting to learn more about operating and station design, Contest University is the opportunity to learn from the best. 
It's held at the Crown Plaza Hotel downtown on Hamvention Eve, Thursday, May 16th. The cost is $85, or you can get a $10 discount if you've made a club meeting presentation or written an article about ham radio in the last year. Uh, you can register online at contestuniversity.com, and you will need to pre-register for that. We'll be talking about some more events uh, as we go along tonight, but uh, the first and foremost thing is the WWV Forum that will be taking place on Sunday of Hamvention, so get your questions ready to go for that. If you're listening to us live on Thursday night, you can give us a call after the interview part. Um, we'll give you the phone number here so you can write it down so you can have it ready to go. And it is a different number again tonight. Uh, we're, we're playing musical phone numbers here lately. So here's the phone number for tonight. It's 812-510-4262. Again, 812-510-4260, and I'll give that out again a little later on when it's uh, time to call, but uh, you can tweet us anytime uh, on Twitter. It's at HamTalkLive, and if you're listening to us on Spreaker and you have an account, you can uh, you can type in the comments there, and uh, those will pop up here on the screen as well. So I'll be back with Matt and Dave right after this word from Tower Electronics right here on Ham Talk Live. Hey, honey, have you seen the PL259s anywhere? No, I haven't. Come on, kids, let's go. There's just one place to go for all of your connector needs. Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. A giant warehouse of connectors and adapters for every occasion. Thousands to choose from in every shape, size, and color. And they have antennas, soldering supplies, cables, meters, and more. Where do you go if you want to buy a connector at a fraction of retail cost? Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. And this weekend only, take advantage of our special liquid sale. Buy nine solder-type PL259s. Get the tenth one for just one penny. They make great Christmas presents. And what better way to say I love you than with the gift of a PL259. Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. Hi, I'm Scott Cole, KB9AMM, president of Tower Electronics. I like the company so much that I bought it. Tower Electronics, coming to a ham fest near you or online at pl-259.com. And we're in the yellow pages under Amateur Radio Connectors. My, wherever did you get that lovely PL-259? Tower Electronics, pl-259.com, or call 920-435-2973. Do we sell PL-259 connectors? All the information you need for your trip to Dayton. It's Hamvention Preview, here on Ham Talk Live. Thanks to Scott and Jill at Tower Electronics for sponsoring the show again tonight. They help bring you Ham Talk Live each and every week. Coming up this weekend, May 4th, Cedarburg, Wisconsin, the Ham Fest there. And May 5th, Sandwich, Illinois. And then they'll be at Hamvention, of course, May 17th, 18th, and 19th. And you can visit them anytime at pl-259.com. 
Matt Deutsch in nine or in zero RGT has been the chief engineer of WWV and WWVB for the National Institute of Standards and Technology in Fort Collins, Colorado since 1989. From 1979 to 1991, he was an electronic technician uh, for the Coast Guard, and Matt received his amateur radio license in 1992. Dave Swartz, W0DAS, lives in Fort Collins, Colorado, and was first licensed as a teenager in Pennsylvania in 1974. Dave graduated from Colorado State University as a geologist in 1982 and became a high school science teacher at Rocky Mountain High School, and Dave is helping organize the WWV Centennial Celebration. So, Matt and Dave, welcome to Ham Talk Live. Good evening, Neil. It's great to have you both here, and, and, and folks, you're going to have to call in during the call-in segment because... Uh, I'm a high school chemistry teacher and, and Dave was a high school teacher. And so if if we don't get calls tonight, you're just going to hear bad science jokes all night. So, (laughs) so you're going to have to, you're going to have to call in, but, um, Dave, we're going to actually start with you, um, and talk a little bit about the actual 100th anniversary before Matt tells us about the forum at Dayton. Um, so I don't want you to give everything away because we want people to go to the forum, but, um, tell us a little bit about what's being planned to celebrate the centennial of WWV. Well, thanks, Neil. We've got all kinds of things planned for the event. The, uh, special events radio station that we're going to have has the call sign WW0WWV. And we're real thrilled to be able to get that and, uh, we're going to have it up on air starting on September 28th at uh, 0000 Universal Time. And so that ends up being a Friday night at 6 o'clock. And that'll be uh, September 28th, and then we're going to run the station for five days till October 2nd. We plan to be on the air 24 hours a day, and we'll have four stations. We are thrilled to announce that Elacraft is going to provide us with some of our uh, equipment for the uh, for operating the stations are going to provide four KX3 transceivers and four KPA 500 500 watt amplifiers. So we're really thrilled that they're going to be providing us with some of the important uh, equipment we'll need. Um, the uh, operation is uh, going to be on the HF bands. We'll be multimodal, and uh, we will be trying to run that. Like I said, the entire time, we do need operators. So we have a wonderful website at www100.com. That's www100.com, where people could read up a little bit more about uh, the plans for the operations. And uh, if you're interested in coming to Colorado and taking part in this, we would like to hear from you. So make sure you check it out. And uh, I'm sure we'll fill in some other details I'm not thinking of right now, but uh, that's a quick overview. All right. Very good, Dave. Well, that sounds... uh... Like a fun time, five days straight, all day, all night, all WWV, all the time. So there we go. Well, Matt, we've got Dayton coming up here, and you guys are coming out here to to host the forum. But uh, we're not, re- we weren't real sure this was going to happen. But uh, 
we're so glad that WWV survived the the budget proposals, and, and we couldn't be happier to say that the hundredth anniversary of WWV is indeed happening. So you're coming out, out to Dayton to, to talk about it. So give us a little teaser what you're going to be offering Sunday morning at the forum. Okay. Well, I'm. Uh... Uh, first of all, you know, I, I want to say about the, the budget, uh, you know, I can't say too much about it. With a, you know, they're sensitive about you advocating for your own job, but uh, I, I'd like to quote uh, Mark Twain saying, the reports of my death have been greatly exaggerated, so I think we're, we're good for a while longer here at WWV. Uh, now, Dave and I are both planning to go to the Hamvention. Uh, Dave is going to be manning a booth there. Uh, giving out information about the special event station and some information about WWV. Uh, my daughter has uh, uh, is planning to have a baby that weekend, and oh, unfortunately, wonderful. I, I yes, yeah, thank you. I and I'm I committed to that before the hamvention, and so unfortunately, the, her uh, uh, C-section is going to be that Friday, so I'll only be there on Sunday. But Dave has. Uh, thankfully agreed to man the booth that has been set aside for WWV and the special event station, and he's going to be promoting the activities there. Uh, and on Sunday, I will be, uh, I'm going to fly in Saturday night, and I'll be there Sunday morning to talk about the 100th anniversary of the radio station, and my forum is mainly going to be just talking about the history of the station, uh, the last 100 years of the station. And uh, as you know, it's the oldest, world's oldest continuously broadcasting radio station in the world. And uh, I always like to throw that out there to, uh, you know, as many people as possible in case someone knows that that's not true or not. I, I'd like to know about it. I don't want to be saying it if it's not true. But so far, no one's, no one's challenged it. And uh, we've done some research. We think it's true. And uh, one of our technicians is working on a very thorough history of of the radio station. We have an excellent book called Achievement in Radio, which gives a good history of the radio station. And he is uh, the technician here. Glenn Nelson is is delving even deeper. He's going to National Archives and looking at uh, newspaper articles about the station and the early history. And I'll be presenting uh, all the known facts that he's garnered and uh, hopefully uh, have some new information about it. But, uh, you know, NBS, National Bureau of Standards, began in Washington, D.C., uh, 1901, but the uh, NBS has been doing radio experimentation as early as 1905. And uh, so, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things that it was kind of hard when we were talking about the 100th anniversary of the station, when we wanted to have the celebration. It It isn't like they built the radio station they said hey we need a, a time and frequency station and we built it and they threw a switch one day and it was on the air it was it's one of those things like just about any experiment or or adventure in science it sort of just comes together piece by piece uh so but we we uh we did find a date of the first of october of 1919 as when the call sign wwv was issued to the National Bureau of Standards. Um, and so even though the experiments were going on before uh, 1919, like I said, back as far as 1905, uh, 
at some point they decided that the uh, you know we need to put a call sign on on these radio experiments, and so they were doing things like experimental concerts. They had an old Victrola and a telephone that was hooked up to a an army transmitter, and they would uh, have experimental concerts that were transmitted several hundred yards. They said across the NBS campus to an uh, auditorium where people would listen. Uh, later on in that year, they actually did farm market reports with a uh, uh, spark gap transmitter. And in 1923, finally they got around to doing uh, broadcasting standard waves, uh, 500 to 1,500 meters. And that was to help the uh, commercial stations uh, stay on their assigned frequency. And, uh, you know, they needed some reference to uh, be able to, you know, I, I, one thing I'm learning about all this is that how chaotic the airwaves were back in the early 1900s. I, I thought it was pretty quiet, but it, it was right away out of the gate. It was very noisy, chaotic. A lot of people were experimenting. So uh, it's all been very interesting. And, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd like to present some of the, you know, the highlights of, of the station history uh, to uh, at the forum. I imagine that, uh, you know, until there was, uh, you know, a, a, an agency that regulated everything that, I mean, everything, it was just a free-for-all, wasn't it? That's what it sounds like. Uh, the, you know, early on in, uh, like, 1906, the Navy was complaining about how chaotic it was, and a lot of people were uh, actually... Uh, uh, you know, jamming, or not jamming, but interfering with Navy signals uh, and broadcast. And, and so there was a lot of frustration on the Navy's part. And they, in 1906, called for some sort of uh, regulation and Radio Act of 1912. So it took six, year, six years before Congress, and I don't know what went on in, in those intervening years. You know, it's easy to just say, well, you know, Congress took too long. But uh, they went on to... Uh, passed the Radio Act where they said they wanted, you know, some references and some control and, and uh, regulation. And then it wasn't until 1919 when, uh, or 1923 when WWV began broadcasting the standard wave uh, broadcast to help the stations stay on their assigned frequency. So it, it took quite a while to, for it all to come together. Now, have those assigned frequencies... I know you've expanded them some. Last time you were on, you were talking about the, the, the latest one that you've been kind of experimenting with in the last few years. Have those frequencies always been the same? No, as a matter of fact, uh, the, uh, the, it's really interesting to see where they've gone to back and forth. You know, obviously, in the early days, you know, 25 megahertz and 20 megahertz, that was all relegated to the hams because those were considered, you know, useless frequencies. You know, things that were, you know, maybe, you know, 5 megahertz and higher were, were considered useless, and they were given to the hams. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, they, they were down around 300 kilohertz. Uh, they also, there was another broadcast at, uh, um, oh, six, it was 600 kilohertz. And uh, so, yeah, the, the frequency they've broadcast that has changed quite a bit over the years. And, uh, and, and certainly the location. They moved out of Washington, D.C. and moved into Maryland, Greenbelt, and uh, began transmitting from there. And it, it's been a big adventure. Now, 
how long is uh is the standard you know five ten or to to, to channel the old the, the old voice five ten fifteen twenty twenty five beggars uh how how long has it been that way I, you know i i know it's been for a long time i uh I don't have the exact dates, but I think since the 1950s is when they started doing voice announcement. But don't quote me on that. I've, I've been <laughs> focused mainly on the 1920s and 30s so far, and I'm working my way through the history. But uh, it, it's interesting. It, it, it probably wouldn't be very recognizable uh, to the WWV listener today would not really recognize WWV of uh, you know, 50 years ago. Well, that's all some some cool history and, and information that uh, is going to be presented at this forum on Sunday of Hamvention, and let's see, that is nine fifteen to ten fifteen in room one. And uh, so, if you're uh, going to Hamvention, make sure you check this out, and again, check out the website for the special event station for the one hundredth anniversary. Now, uh, Matt. How often do you make this journey to Dayton, and, and can we look for more of these type of visits in the future? This will actually be my first visit, and, and Dave's also to Hamvention. It's certainly always one of those things that you always say, well, maybe next year I'll make it. Uh, and Actually, uh, we're working with, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Paul English uh, and uh, you know the Department of Defense and Mars. Uh, they they set aside a big block of rooms every year, and they actually were the ones that invited me and uh, talked me into going. And then uh, the baby issue came along, and that's when Dave came to the rescue and said he would cover part of what I had already committed to in uh, Hamvention. But we certainly, I know I, I'd like to go back. I think I've already been told by my supervisor that I will be going back next year. So well, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Oh yeah, that that would be great. Now, especially since your trip's going to be cut short, you need to uh, experience the whole thing. So, uh, hopefully, that's uh, going to be true, and and you'll be able to get back, and you won't have any uh, any last second conflicts this time around. So, all right. Well, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about a few other events, and then we're going to open up the phone lines and give you all a chance to ask some questions about WWV and the 100th anniversary celebration. And uh, we'll keep on talking with uh, Matt and Dave right after this word from ICOM America right here on ham talk live create your own band opening icom's newest sdr transceiver the ic 9700 is coming soon this radio is bringing direct sampling to the uhf vhf weak signal world the ic 9700 all mode transceiver is loaded with innovative features such as dedicated amateur satellite operation color touchscreen d-star capability built right in rf direct sampling on the two meter and 70 centimeter bands, dual independent receivers capable of full duplex operation as well as dual watch, and 100 watts max power on 2 meters, 75 watts max on 70 centimeters, and 10 watts max on 1.2 gigahertz. 
Pack your bags because the Dayton Hamvention is coming up. From May 17th to 19th at the Green County Fairgrounds and Expo Center, you can see the latest and greatest ICOM gear and meet hams from all over the world. Visit www.icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information on ICOM radios. Nominations are now open for the Amateur Radio Newsline, Bill Pasternak, WA6ITF, Young Ham of the Year Award. I'm Don Wilbanks, AE5DW. Since 1986, we've had the honor of celebrating the accomplishments of youth in ham radio, and we want to know about your exceptional young ham. You'll find the rules and a nominating form by clicking the YHOTY tab on arnewsline.org. Fill it out, send it in, and we'll see you and an amazing young ham at the Huntsville, Alabama Ham Fest in August. Thanks, and 73, from Amateur Radio Newsline. You're listening to Ham Talk Live. You're going to Hamvention 2019 become one of the lucky winners to take home a limited edition swag kit from ICOM. Visit ICOM's website, icomamerica.com slash amateur to enter into the swag contest today. Ham Talk Live is on the air every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time right here at HamTalkLive.com. And be sure to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And uh, let's talk about a couple of other events here real quickly before we get back to uh, Dave and to Matt. Uh, Don't forget the Voice of America Museum has announced their special Hamvention hours. Thursday, May 16th from 4 to 9. Friday, May 17th from 4 to 9. Saturday, May 18th from 1 to 9, and Sunday, May 19th from 1 to 5. Also, the special WLW transmitter tour is Saturday night only from 6.30 to 9 p.m., and pre-registration is required, and it may be sold out by the time you hear this. It's real close to a sellout, so uh, be sure to check out voamuseum.org for more information, and um, I think they uh, told me today they're planning on a waiting list as well for that tour, so uh, get over to voamuseum.org and sign up soon because that is filling up fast also speaking of youth we heard from don wilbanks about the uh, young ham of the year award nominations that uh, are going to be due here at the end of the month uh well don't forget about carol perry's youth forum and instructors forum the instructors forum is in room four on friday from 10 30 to 11 30 and then the kids are presenting Saturday morning from 9.15 until noon in room two. So don't miss the uh, youth forum and instructors forum. And there's all kinds of prizes you can win uh, for attending those as well. So make sure you check that out. Well, it's time for your calls right now. So if you have a question for Matt or Dave, give us a call. Again, the phone number tonight is yet another new one. It's 812 812- Five one zero four two six zero. That's eight one two five one zero four two six zero for tonight. You can tweet us where you always tweet us. That's at Ham Talk Live. And if you're listening to us on WTWW or on the podcast version, you won't be able to reach us tonight because it's Thursday right now, about nine thirty Eastern Time, and so. Um, If you're listening to us at another time, we're not here. So 
Uh, give us a call if you are listening live at 812-510-4260. And uh, Dave, while we're uh, talking about youth, um, you've got some plans for this special event station specifically for museums and for youth. So why don't we start off talking a little bit about that while we wait and see if we have some questions. Yeah, you bet, Neil. One of the things that we're open to do and we will have is a, a, an extra station to be able to schedule uh, specific contacts with schools and with museums. We'd like to see the history, the culture, and the science behind WWV be shared around schools, and I think this is a great opportunity for some cross-curricular learning. It's not just a science thing, but, you know, it's really such a great part of the American history and part of civic history, the creation of, uh, of the National Bureau of Standards to, to meet the, the, the calls of Congress and, and of the Constitution to create standards. So this whole thing has really got some great momentum and possibilities, and we're looking forward to sharing it with other people, especially it- students. Yeah, it you know, I talk about National Bureau of Standards and NIST in my chemistry classes because we have to teach measurement. We we have all these different measurement systems that we need to be able to to learn about and and use and and standardize and and I always mention that, you know, there's even a state radio station that plays the time all the time and and so we have standard time so that we're all on the same time and and a lot of students don't realize that uh you know there actually is a time standard out there and so this is a chance for them to uh to talk to the actual location of that um transmitter and and learn about it yeah, I think it's a great test to just sort of get exposed to something that you don't really even, you know, a lot of people in Fort Collins aren't even aware. <laughs> They're like, oh, you mean those big towers north of town? And and so this is a great opportunity. Hopefully our community will also uh, get involved in this. We're, we're excited. We, we think it'll be a great event, and we'd love people to come to Colorado and join us as well. So people are interested at www.100.com. You can find a lot of information there. Okay, and Dave, also, let's talk a little bit, and, and let me r- repeat the phone number again, uh, 812-510-4260, or you can tweet us at HamTalkLive, or again, the number, 812-510-4260. Let's talk a little bit about the uh, Northern Colorado Amateur Radio Club and, and their role in the big party here, too. Well, the Northern Colorado Amateur Radio Club has been around since the 1970s, and they're a great group of people. We're, uh, last count that I was aware of, about 240 members, so a lot of active members in, in the club. Uh, they're very involved in uh, uh, community uh, programs, uh, supporting uh, races and, and, uh, and events throughout the community with uh, radio contact. Uh, even this next week, we've got a, a big event that we support uh, there's called the Quad Rock. It's a big uh, ultra uh, trail event, 25 and 50 mile run. You might have heard way back in uh, February there was a Coloradan who actually killed a mountain lion with his bare hands, and it happens to be on these exact same trails. So hopefully we won't have any run-ins with uh, mountain lions and ham radio operators on, on that. But we do all kinds of crazy events like that, bike events, 
one of the biggest events of the year is the MSF uh, 150. And we're very lucky this year, finally, um, field day and the MS-150 do not correspond. They're usually on the same weekend, so we'll have a little bit more involvement in our field day events this year as well. The club is very involved in Aries and uh, doing a lot of, uh, of uh, uh, prep work. This particular part of the country is right at the edge of the mountains and the plains, and we actually get some uh, quite severe weather, so uh, the Skywarn Network with the National Weather Service is a very uh, uh, popular um, uh, group that... Uh, does a lot of work with the club. It's, it, club members are members of Aries and back and forth. So uh, all of those are, are quite. In, they're all. We keep ourselves busy. Let's put it that way. <laughs> so um, it's it's a fun and active club, and uh, we're really thrilled. They really to put something together. What we're trying to propose, you can't do it with just one or two people. You need a club like we've got, and uh, so it's it's great to have that support system. We are really looking forward to hosting this event. All right. Well, be sure to check that uh, website out and, and um, take a look. And, and if you can go out and visit, uh, it sounds like a, a whole lot of fun. Um, now, uh, if you want to ask a question, you need to tweet us here or call us in the next couple of minutes because uh, we're, we're finishing up here. So at Ham Talk Live on Twitter or 812-510-4260. Now, Matt, last time you were on the show, we were talking about this new backup generator. How, how's the generator working? Generator works great. And, uh, you know, we, uh, I, I know part of the, the big talk, you know, last time was the fact that all our Broadcast frequencies were down for an hour or so. Uh, we were off the air while we wired in the new generator, but uh, it's a big, beautiful generator. It's actually a Cummins generator, and interestingly enough, Cummins is 100 years old this year. So, uh, you know, a little interesting little tidbit. I've been researching other companies that are, you know, A&W Root Beer is 100 years old this year. So uh, there's a, a lot of uh, interesting uh, coincidences out there, but... Uh, yeah, the, the generator's working great. And Cummins is just 30 miles down the road from me, so uh-huh. there, there you go. Now, now, wait a minute. Now, now this afternoon on email, we were, we were getting a little slap-happy, I think. Malto meal? Malto meal, yeah, M-O-M. Uh, Malto meal was, uh, began in 1919. Uh, and Dave and I actually have some candies in front of us, Bob's Candies. Uh, it's a... A uh, peppermint ball. Uh, you may have seen them in the store. That's a hundred years old. Also, Bob's Candies is a hundred years old. So, we're you know maybe we'll have an official peppermint. We'll have an official uh, root beer. And, uh, <laughs> well, and we're thinking about having you know you know politicians at the at the event. But you know I, I'm rethinking that. You know we we might instead of suits and ties maybe. We'll have Papa Bear, you know, we'll have Papa Bear to come out and, and hand out onion rings and root beers. So, uh, yeah, so the, the yeah. Slap Happy does continue. I, I am on <laughs> a lot of cold meds right now, so i got to be careful what I say. <laughs> well, my friend Troy, W9KVR, who, by the way, uh, Dave, is a, uh, is a middle school earth science teacher. Uh, hey, there just, we go just logged in and says nice geologic compass on tilted sandstone beds on the ham talk live twitter promo from your picture 
<laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. I have a, a selfie of uh, in a Brunton compass on a on a uh, slightly dipping. Uh, oh, I can't remember the formation on that. <laughs> but I thought it was a better picture than most people had up. So it, it was. It was an interesting one, and it caught my eye. So that's what I. That's what I used on the promo. But Troy just got back from caving with students and and saw the picture and couldn't resist commenting. So thanks, Troy, and thanks for listening. And uh, Troy, um, I, I, I love caving. Yep. So uh, 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 Earth science teachers they 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 know how to <laughs> to find the comfort zone. Deep oh, he says he says Brunton is the best. <laughs> and they're made just north of us up in Wyoming. So there you go. Yeah, he he was caving around around here in my territory uh, every once in a while. In fact, uh, school club roundup fell on one of his uh, field trips down to I think it's Spring Mill, which is just about twenty miles south of here, and uh, they got on from the school bus on school club roundup because that was the only way they were going to get on. So. Combine the ham radio and the geology. So, yeah, that's dedication. I'm telling you. Oh, we have a we have a listener from Japan chiming in here. JD JJ one NJM, and uh, he says, as a listener in Japan, what WWV transmitters have the most consistent coverage in North and Southeast Asia? That sounds like a Matt question. Which, which frequencies have the, the most coverage? Yes. Well, you know, as, as hams, you know, it's, it's one of those things that you, you sort of realize after a while that all frequencies, you know, and that's one of the reasons we broadcast in so many frequencies is the frequency diversity, uh, the changing conditions all the time. You would see, you know, under certain conditions, the lower frequencies getting through and different parts of the day, different seasons, uh, you know, favors different uh, frequencies, but we like to say usually in general the 10 megahertz is is uh, the one that gets through the most. That's that's the uh, the frequency that we always you know if, if you listen to one only one the 10 megahertz what we recommend and and WWVH in Hawaii you know being much closer and there's that nice saltwater path. To, uh, Japan, I bet uh, I bet WWVH comes in a lot stronger than uh, WWV. Yeah, I, w- I would think so, and uh, and you know my response to that is uh, with c- band conditions these days and the solar cycle, it's whatever band happens to work. Right. <laughs> so ten is probably your your best bet there. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you may, may just have to try them all, but, uh, probably not going to pick it up on two meters. So there we go. No. All right. Well, we'll see if we have any more questions here, but we're going to finish things up. Um, now Matt, you're, you're barely going to get to Hamvention and then turn around and go, Dave, have you got any plans or anything that you just have to do? Well, I sure would like to go out and, and visit the VOA museum, so I'm, I'm definitely considering doing that. I'm a little disappointed I'm going to have to man the booth so much because I won't see as much, so that will be a good excuse for me to come back next year. <laughs> there you go. 
Yeah, well, we'd well, love I to have you down to the museum. I, I love museums and food, so I'm looking forward to, uh, I understand there's a lot of world-class museums in that area, uh, and I'd like to see those and uh, and get a bite to eat. I understand there's a lot of good food. And something about chili from Cincinnati or something like that, is that true? Yeah, yeah, that is true. Uh, Skyline Chili in Cincinnati, and, and we're going to be uh, going to that uh think on saturday night and before we go to the uh, museum uh at the voice of america museum and uh tour uh wlw as well so uh that's a that's a must do and uh of course the wright patterson uh, air force base uh has a museum there and, and lots of uh lots of interesting things so hopefully you can you can get back but there's a running gag on on the show you mentioned food at Hamvention, there, there's a running gag on the show about cheesecake on a stick. So we have to talk about cheesecake on a stick. We haven't talked about it this year yet. But back when Hamvention was in Hera Arena, in the middle of all of the interconnected buildings, which was kind of a maze to, to try to figure out what building everybody was in right in the middle where it all connected was the the food court and right in the middle of that where the hallways kind of intersected there was a freezer there and somebody was always selling cheesecake on a stick so it was kind of like a a a locator so you say okay you go down this hall and then when you get to the cheesecake on a stick you turn left and you, and you go down there. And then when they moved, they didn't have any cheesecake on a stick. So on this program, oh. on this very program, I said, we got to get cheesecake on a stick back. And I actually went to the maker of the cheesecake on a stick and found out who was selling their cheesecake on a stick at Hamvention. And... It, it didn't work out, but last year we had three different places selling cheesecake on a stick. Oh man! That's so you have I to try. To... You have to try it. Yeah, I'm going to try that. If I can find them, I'm going to try that. I like that. <laughs> cheesecake, like cheesecake on a stick. So I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of good good. good food trucks there. Uh, lots of uh, different things. There's bourbon chicken and homemade ice cream and. You name it, it's there pretty much. And uh, Carl, KD9HQT, uh, says 15 megahertz is 30 over 9 as we're recording tonight. So there's your signal report, Matt. Where's he at? He's right here in Bloomington, actually. Bloomington, oh, okay. Just down the street, actually. That's good. So there you go. Well, you, got, you even got a signal report. You're 5.9. Imagine that. Okay, what about 25 megahertz? That's my favorite. Oh, okay. Well, we'll see if Carl checks 25 megahertz real quick. Yeah, somebody needs to. <laughs> well, I can't imagine somebody getting a 5.9 for a ham, you know. It's it's 5.9 all the time. So Yeah. Well, we'll see if he uh, if he pops that in here real quick. But uh, Sounds like you guys have a uh, fun time planned, and uh, hopefully, Matt, you can get some more time at Hamvention next year, but uh, we look forward to you being there on Sunday for the forum, and uh, Dave's going to be around uh, for the weekend to man the booth and and come around and, and 
visit with uh, folks and tell them all about the 100th anniversary of WWV. So we thank you both for coming on the show. It's uh, It's been a lot of fun and uh, hope to see you here in just a couple of weeks. Thanks, Neil. We look forward to meeting you there and, and uh, thanks for having us on tonight. It was great. Yeah, thank you. Okay, oh, Matt, I've got your signal report. Nothing on 20 or 25. Oh, uh, okay. But he can we'll hear he, he can he can hear your competition WWVH oh, no. on 15. Oh, okay. Oh, interesting. So, I thought he was going to Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for being on the show and and uh Dave remind us again of the website it is www.100.com. All right. Make sure you check that out. And uh, that's uh, the, the special events coming up uh, the end of September and October. So make sure you check that out. Well, that's a wrap for this edition of Ham Talk Live. Thanks to my guests, Matt Deutsch, N0RGT, and Dave Swartz, W0DAS. And everybody out there in cyberspace for listening and typing in. And I invite you back next Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern time when Michael Coulter, WHCI, the official spokesperson of the Dayton Hamvention, will be here to talk about the very latest news from Hamvention. And for a list of all of our upcoming guests, be sure to visit hamtalklive.com. And if you like the show, please leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen. That helps Others find us faster. So uh, I, I told the guys it wouldn't be right if I didn't play the WWV spoof that, that, that we played last time. So we're going to play the tick one last time. But uh, I'll go ahead and sign off for tonight, and then we'll, we'll listen to the tick and <laughs> enjoy a little comic relief here. So for now, this is Neil Rapp, WB9VPG, saying 7375, and may the good DX be yours. WWV, all the time, all the time. Same time, same station, every time. WWV. One, two, three, four. Every second counts at WWV. For a good time, call 555 for WWV. WWV, for the time of your life. We'll be back with the time on WWV in just a minute. But first, here's another minute.